0: For the new year, I really wanna make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine, and that's where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E dot manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bonchargecom slash manifest. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. another episode of Manifest with Tori Simone. I hope you guys are all having an amazing day and the best Monday of your freaking life. Um, I want to apologize for my audio in this episode. My microphone has decided to stop working, so I'm going incredibly old school and I'm literally using a pair of headphones that have like the old apple headphones that you plug into your phone and i'm using that microphone on it so i apologize for the audio but i i ordered a new microphone and it's literally coming in on tuesday so it's just you know like a day late for the episode so this is the best that i can do for right now but i think we will adjust to it pretty quickly um how is everyone's day going hope you guys are having an amazing amazing monday and you guys are set up for success this week, whether you are starting your day by listening to this podcast, maybe you're going on a hot girl walk. That's been a thing that's been super fun. Um, and something that I've actually tried to do a lot this week, we can get into that in a little bit. Um, oh my God, as I said that I totally forgot to make my overnight oats. So as soon as I'm done recording this episode, I will go make my overnight oats. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys are just setting yourself up for success this week. I have a really good feeling about this week. So if you guys remember, um I talked about me deleting TikTok on like I think it was what, New Year's? Because I was addicted to TikTok. Still I am. Um, literally on Christmas Day, I watched TikTok for eight hours and I was like, okay. I think I have a problem. So I deleted it and I just recently re-downloaded it because I feel like TikTok is in this really good phase right now where it's all very like healthy and I'm seeing, you know, hot girl walks and like the that girl aesthetic and I'm kind of here for it. I'm very into this. Best version of ourself TikTok that I think is very trendy right now and it's incredible. So I re-downloaded it so I could watch that kind of trend go on on my for you page, and it's been really inspiring. So I've been loving it. What I'm getting at is that I re-downloaded my TikTok and the other day I made a cute little like day in my life um, at the beach edition. So I think I'm gonna try and make more TikToks. Um, and I feel like TikTok is like a fun platform and one that I can like really just sort of thrive on and like personally thrive on, not like get viral on, but thrive on. I had one viral TikTok and I was kind of roasted for it because people were calling me boring, but you guys can go on my TikTok and find it. My TikTok is at Tori Sterling underscore. Um, same as my Instagram handle and yeah, it's just really fun. So I don't even know what I post on TikTok. Like I'm not funny and I can't dance. So that's off the table. But I'm thinking of just like little vlogs, like day in my life, um, maybe like spin videos, honestly, whatever I really want. Um, I just think that'd be super fun if I like did more TikTok-y stuff. So maybe I'll do that. But a big reason that I redownloaded TikTok and I just want to give a quick shout out to Brooke and Danielle um, is because Brooke and Danielle... Always talk about TikToks on their episodes of Gals on the Go. And first off, I love Gals on the Go. And I'm like so humbled to know Danielle and Brooke. They're just two amazing humans. And recently I've been on a huge Gals on the Go kick. Like every Wednesday I wake up, it's the first thing I put on. And I love it. Honestly, it's because they're doing more solo episodes. I love solo episodes of every single podcast ever. Honestly, if all podcasts had no guests, I think I'd be happy. I love solo episodes, but I like it even more when I know them, like when I know the people that are doing the solo episodes because I feel like I'm catching up with friends. So like as I'm listening to Gals on the Go, I'm literally talking to myself because I feel like I'm listening to Brooke and Danielle and we're having just like a chat and we're just catching up. Um they really are exactly the same as they are on the pod in real life. Like they're just the best ever. So anyway, what I'm getting at um is that they talked about TikTok a lot and I was like, "You know what? I feel like this is a trend and like a phase of TikTok that I can really get behind." Um and I re-downloaded it last week and I'm loving it. I started re-downloading it just on my iPad so that I could have like designated TikTok time and then I was like getting the bug to make TikToks and I wasn't going to carry around my iPad with me like a five-year-old to make TikToks so I downloaded on my phone and it's like good because my for you page isn't perfectly tailored to me yet because you know I had it deleted for so long so it's still like getting to know me so it's not like as fire as it used to be which is great for my boundaries with TikTok but I still like log on and I'm on it for at least an hour so I know that like if I'm going on it like I'm committed so I try not to go on it like in the middle of the day like honestly really just at night. So I think like making TikToks could be a good hobby for me. And you know what is another hobby that I'm really trying to get into is doing my own nails. And let me tell you why. So I, when I'm back home in Pennsylvania, I have this nail place that I absolutely adore. I send everyone I know there. They're so, so great. They rock. But when I'm here in Sea Isle for the summer, which is in Jersey, I just feel like the way that Jersey people do nails is so different. Not that there's anything wrong with it, but I'm just used to how I normally get my nails done. So I haven't been able to find a salon here that I love for my nails and I don't have a hobby. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to take this upon myself and do my own nails. So guys, I ordered a poly gel kit. I've been doing dip on my nails. And this week I'm going to take off what I have on my nails now, which is dip. I just ordered tips. They came in last week. I have tips on my nails now that I put on, but I'm going to take them off and make them even longer. Um, and I'm going to do like a pink sparkly dip that I got, but I think I'm going to use like the tips and then do like gel with like designs. And I'm also on nail talk now, which is awesome. Um, Cause I see all these other like nail techs and they show how they do their own nails. And it's been really, really fun. I even got like a little nail drill, which I learned is called an electric file. Didn't know that. I used to just call it a nail drill, um, but I'm still like afraid to use it because my nails are really brittle. Cause I've been getting my nails done since I was in like seventh or eighth grade every two weeks. Like the only time since I was like 13 that I didn't have nails on was during quarantine. So that was nine years of nails every single two weeks. So they didn't breathe for nine years. So they're really brittle underneath, which I don't really care. It's not like, you know, like when I take extensions out of my head, I'm always like, let's nurse it back to health. Like let's get healthy with my nails. I don't really care. Cause I'll just put acrylics like back over top of them. I don't really like plain nails too much, even though in the beginning of the summer, I was on like a plain nail wave, very off character for me out of brand, whatever, Anyway, what I'm getting at is that I'm trying to do my own nails and, um, I'm having a really good time. I just put on real Housewives of Beverly Hills and I bang out my nails and you know, they're not the best. I'm still afraid to use the electronic file. I need to get over that. Oh, the reason I was saying that is because I'm afraid to use it because my nails are so brittle that it's also gotten to the point that every time I go get my nails done, I'm in pain and it like hurts my nails. I don't, Oh my God. The other week I went to a place down here at the shore and the girl like literally like took a nick out of my nail with the nail drill. It hurt so bad. So I was like, you know what? I'm like honestly more stressed out than I am looking forward to going to get my nails done. So I needed to give my nails like a break from the salon and do them myself and treat them with care Because no one's gonna love yourself like you do. So I'm learning to do my own nails and I'm having a really good time with it. So if you guys have any tips, drop them in my DMs because I need to know. Um and I really want to get better at it, and then I can make nail TikToks. Ah, wouldn't that be fun? Um, I think that'd be a good time. I was showing my um friends down here. I was like, look, I did my nails, blah, blah. And they're like, oh my God, can you do mine? And I'm like, yeah, if you want three hours of your day, it literally takes me three hours to do a set of my nails. So I have a huge respect for all the nail ladies that get it done in 45 minutes. You guys absolutely amaze me because mine literally takes three hours. Granted, two of them is taking off my nails, but it's because poly gel is the hardest thing ever to take off. How do you guys take off your poly gel? I got dipped down to a science. I can take my dip off in 15 minutes. All you have to do is buff away the top layer, soak it in acetone for 15 minutes, and that comes off right away. Easy, 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 easy. But poly gel... Dude, it was like two hours to get that stuff off my nails. It took forever. So, but again, not a big deal. I Watch Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, which I love. Also loving Vanderpump Rules. Also loving Love Island UK. I'm on season one. Um, I just started it because I was like, everyone's talking about it. Maybe I should try it out. At first, I didn't love it because like I didn't really care. I wasn't very invested. But now I'm very invested and I'm learning the lingo. I literally have to watch it with subtitles on. I cannot understand the accents and I love it. Like I love learning all these new terms. Mugged off, incredible, pied. Oh my God, not what you would think. Bird, I actually kind of knew bird because my one friend is European and he calls girls birds all the time. And I always thought it was rude, but now I'm learning that it's not. Um, what else have I learned? Slag. Is that mean to say? I think it is. I think it's an insult state. Someone called someone a state. That's interesting. Don't, don't know what that means. What else have I learned? Um, I like how much they say reckon we, us Americans never say reckon. I reckon this. I reckon that we don't say that. What else do they say? Um, the the one that really gets me is mugged off and pied. So, so bizarre to me. Pied. Who would have thought? Yeah, he pied her. Not at all what you think. I think it means like, blew her off. Right? And mugged off means like, you fucked him over, kind of. Like, oh, you're fucking me over. Or like, you're making a fool out of me. Am I right? Now, there's like a US version that I haven't watched, but I'd like to see a Philly version. Because I think Philly has lingo that not everyone understands. John, for example, is anything and everything. Anyway, this isn't going to be a Philly lingo thing, but I like to see one in Philly. And I'd love, like, I'd love to hear a British person's perspective on U.S. Love Island. Like, do we say things that they don't say? I saw a TikTok today that said, I just found out that Americans call chickpeas garbanzo beans. Do you guys not say that in England or the UK? Now, what does the UK involve? That's probably a dumb question by me, but it's what? It's England, Ireland. I I I mean, I could definitely look this up. Is Scotland in it? Because Hannah in season one, isn't she Scottish or is she Irish? I have to look all this stuff up, Um, but I'm really loving it. It's a great show. And I didn't know that there was like 30 episodes in a season. It's a very interesting concept. And I really feel like Too Hot to Handle, which I watched the last season of it. Too Hot to Handle, like the new season, to me seems like the love child of Love Island and Are You the One and X on the Beach. It's like those three shows combined to have a baby. But its biggest. I mean, it's very similar to Love Island, and I feel like Too Hot to Handle is trying to become very like UK, um, with like who they're casting and stuff, which I love. I think it's awesome, um, but it's interesting. Like they're very, very similar, um, Too Hot to Handle and Love Island. It's almost like the opposite of one another, but they're exactly the same in the same in a different sense of the term. Anyway. That's me. That's my little catch-up that I like to do with you guys. But I'm very excited to talk about today's episode and today's topic. For the new year, I really want to make sure that sonning is a big part of my wellness routine, and that's where I'm thrilled to bring in Boncharge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Just go to indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about indeed on this podcast, indeed.com slash manifest terms and conditions apply need to hire you need indeed. So today we are going to be talking about something that I've been feeling for a very long time. I want to say, um, four or five years. Um, Definitely four, probably about five years though, but definitely four years. And it's something that I, I've like mentioned before, but I've never really gone in depth about. So today we're going to go in depth and it's the concept of outgrowing an old version of yourself or outgrowing a past version of yourself. And this can be applied to every single sense of life, but I'm going to begin by relating it to my life in a very niche topic that I think some other people in this niche crew can understand, but this can also be applied to, like I said, literally anything. And this is in particular to my social media as a whole regardless, I mean, sorry, with the exception of this podcast, and I guess now TikTok. So specifically my Instagram and YouTube, I've been really at a loss with since about 2016, 2017, I'd say right around the time that I was beginning Stride and kind of left college like that era of my life. So definitely 2017 is when it all started And now it's 2021. So that's four years. I almost thought for a second, it was 2022. It is not. So that's kind of where this is coming from and where it's stemming from was from all the way back in 2017 is when this whole thing started. And I'm very aware that my following on Instagram and YouTube does not match who I am today. Meaning when I... Started my YouTube channel, which I haven't posted on since 2020. And to be honest, I don't know if I will ever post on again. And hopefully, this episode brings some clarity to that and some answers to questions that you might have when I say that. But my YouTube started when I was 13 or 14 years old, I was in eighth grade, and I was really into makeup and I just adored makeup. I wanted to be a makeup artist and YouTube wasn't like a thing really. It was honestly really weird to like even be on YouTube. Then there were not many influencers. The term influencer wasn't even a thing. Um, no one was viral. There was literally like cat videos and early days of Shane Dawson. Like that was literally what YouTube was. And That was really it. There was Juicy Sorrow 7 and All That Glitter's 21. And they were like the queens of beauty on YouTube. And that was it. So I started my YouTube channel just to have fun and to... I don't know, just have a hobby. Um, I was in like this really weird place in eighth grade where I was done playing softball, so I didn't have a hobby at the end of the day. And I was going through this really weird phase in my life where I was just sad and like I use the term depressed very loosely, but I think I was just experiencing like hormones and puberty and these new changes of my life, and I didn't know how to handle it. So it was like this very weird phase. So for me, it was just like this fun hobby and escape and something that I could upload to YouTube and find like-minded people. And then Instagram was born. Like Instagram wasn't even created yet. So I then created an Instagram, which was my second social media, aside from like Facebook, which was like a private personal one, but these two were public. Um And Instagram, I made for like my social media YouTube following. So I would post like little makeup looks or I'd post like if a new video was up. Um, And it was just like super naive and innocent and just really fun and very organic. So that's kind of where my following originated from. And then it evolved into what it was at its peak which was like makeup 101, Tori Sterling, makeup and beauty vlogger. And, you know, slowly that evolved into like vegan, what I eat in a day. Like it was sort of just this lifestyle. I think about it like major in beauty, minor in lifestyle. Like that's what my social media like represented. It was girly. It was fun. It was pretty. It was like this very like Bethany Moda. Era Pastel, like that was like my vibe, and that was where my following came from. And I'm very aware of that. And like those were the people that got me to where I am today. And I often think about had I started my Instagram specifically at the start of this quote unquote new version of myself, meaning like who I am today, which I define myself today as I'm very um, business minded and I, you know, work a lot and I own fitness studios and I'm a spin instructor. Um, like I don't even really know how to like describe this current version of myself other than I like it a lot. Um, but had I started this Instagram, my Instagram at the person that I am today, I would not have the following that I do. I would be surprised if I had, even 5,000 followers, to be completely honest. However, I am incredibly aware that the following I have slash had from my YouTube days allowed me to be this current version of myself that I'm in right now, which again is like businesswoman with two studios, an online platform for spin and a spin instructor and being able to have this be my full-time job and have this podcast is because of this old past version of myself that allowed this current version of myself to thrive. And over the years, about the last two years, I've lost about 20,000 followers on Instagram. And I haven't even checked my YouTube stats since the last year from being completely honest with you guys. And it's just because I those people are weeding out from this old version of me and don't really follow this new version of me or find it relevant or they don't like it, whatever the reason might be. I'm definitely finding more of my people in this new version of myself, which takes losing people to find your people. Um, But with that being said, I also kind of like, again, this is very niche, but I struggle of where I fit in on social media Because I feel an obligation to this past version of me, meaning I know people used to view me as like this online personality or at one point or another an influencer because that was what I was at the time. You know, like I would travel to BeautyCon and I would go to StyleCon and Playlist Live and VidCon and I would have meetups and I would, you know, travel to all over the country and in the world. And I would do these, you know, events and shoots and all these cool things that you guys see influencers doing. So, you know, at one point that was like my life and my lifestyle. So I do feel like there is that expectation to some extent to uphold that and to keep that alive within my Instagram to the point where I feel so pressured that I don't post anything at all because I'm like, I don't know where I fall in line with anything on my social media due to this obligation of this past version of myself that is honestly no longer here. And then on the other end of that spectrum, I feel like it's just me putting this pressure on myself and people understand that I'm not who I was in 2017 or 2015, 2016, whatever it might be. And I think it's cool to evolve and to listen to because now when people meet me, they say, Oh my God, I listen to your podcast and I love it. Or I've been following strides since the beginning and I love it. And it's never, I watch all your videos and I'm a huge fan. That narrative is completely shifted and matured into this. I listen to your podcast and I spin with you rather than I watch all your makeup videos and I'm a fan. Not that there's anything juvenile about, making makeup videos or being a fan of someone, absolutely not. That's not what I'm saying, but I'm saying that's like this young version of myself. And now this older version of myself is into these new things such as podcasting and spin. So it's just cool to hear the narrative shift and mature along with me, which helps validate this, um, concern I have that people expect this old version of myself that doesn't exist when the only narrative I hear is this new version of myself being brought up which is very very reassuring. And to go along with that, I feel very irrelevant on Instagram, specifically to quote unquote like pop off on Instagram. Like I see all these people like try so hard on Instagram and I appreciate it and I love it from, you know, a distance. But then I think about myself doing it and I'm like I feel like such a nobody on the platform because I live my day-to-day life and it just feels like exactly that my day-to-day life. But then I kind of take a step back and realize that my life is unique and my life is picturesque because, you know, not every 23 year old has two spin studios. And I get DMS all the time being like, I really want to, you know, open up your studios. Like I'd love to just follow you around for a day. And I think people do want to see this version of myself that currently exists, but to me, it just feels like, not mundane, but it's just, it's just my day-to-day life. So I have a hard time disconnecting from it and thinking like, how can this be something so, um, appealing for others to see, but maybe that's more of just me needing to shift the narrative to having it be like an opportunity to see the beauty in my daily life. And maybe I'll start taking advantage of that and posting pictures on Instagram. But at the same time, I hate the limelight. Like I'm really not someone that wants to be the center of attention. I think if you asked me, you know, seven years ago, I would have wanted to be the center of attention. I would have wanted to be a big YouTuber and I would have wanted people to know my name, but now I'm just sort of me and I'm just living this new life of just like being a podcaster, being behind the camera, but still being connected to people, um, through words, which I love, which is a big reason why I haven't done like a video podcast I really do just like connecting through words and through audio. I think it's a really, really happy medium for all of us. But what I'm getting at, again, to circle back to this point, this is a very rambly uh, video, but I'm or video, very rambly episode, but I'm kind of just speaking my mind. Um, you know, ask me seven years ago, I would have loved the limelight, but now I struggle to find where I fit in in the quote-unquote limelight. Um, and I just don't think it's for me. But I recognize that, again, because of my past, I'm able to have this beautiful, blessed life that I have now. So it's, it's a struggle. Um, but I want to kind of bring this to a general theme and tell you the message that regardless of how niche my personal struggle with Instagram, <laughs> sounds so stupid to say out loud, might be, The message in all of this, there's a lot of messages, but what I'm getting at for what I just said was that you can observe past versions of yourself. You can observe the change that goes on in front of you and within you without surrendering to it and feeling like you have to be this old version of yourself. You are allowed to change a million times over and reinvent yourself A million times over. Each phase of you in your life, you will have the right people to match that phase of your life. You'll have the right environment for wherever you are right now to thrive in that. And it's because of our past events. Everything in our life, I truly believe, happens for a reason. Whether you believe in the universe or God or a domino effect or a butterfly effect or nothing at all, I think. It's comforting to think that even if the universe makes no sense to us right now, you guys know that one of my favorite quotes is that the universe has no obligation to make sense to you. Even if right now you're not understanding why, you know, points A and G happened, but somehow you have to get to B, C, D, E, F, those points in between will eventually pop up, connect and make sense to bring you from point A to point G, point Z, whatever it might be, an infinite amount of points in our life will all line up. And it all starts because of one lead domino. And I have a whole episode on a lead domino of how to find your lead domino, what the concept is. Highly recommend to listen to that. I got it from a book called The One Thing. Love that book, could not recommend it more. But to circle it back, what I'm saying is that everything happens for a reason. And it's really incredible to observe and to be thankful for all the things that have happened in the past that have brought us to this current beautiful state of our lives that allow us to change and to allow us to reinvent ourselves um, without feeling this obligation to remain the same person that we used to be if we've outgrown that mold of ourselves. Circling back to the idea that the right people will find you in this current phase of your life. For me personally, I'm friends with spin friends that I wouldn't have even known in 2015, 2016, 2017, and vice versa. The people that I knew that I was really close with in 2015, for example, are people that would not fit into my life right now it's nothing personal it's nothing bad about them but we just now have different interests and that's okay your group will evolve with you and I think that's what's really cool is that it's almost like you're meant to meet up with your people when you're all ready for one another to meet up when they're ready for you is when you're going to be ready for them and your paths will align whether your paths have been parallel this whole time or maybe they cross or they intersect or they merge all together you will eventually meet your people when you're meant to meet them. And I think that's such a beautiful thing and it's comforting and it's, it's written in the stars. Like your life is just written in the stars. And I just think it's so comforting. Each phase of you will organically bring you to the next. And what I mean by that is I feel like I've almost lived nine lives. So for example, for me, it all started with YouTube. And YouTube made me have this idea that I didn't need to go to college because I had this career. So I transferred to online school in my junior year of high school, and I moved out to LA. And when I was in LA, I realized I do not want to be an influencer my whole life. This is not it. I moved back home and I re-enrolled in public school for my senior year of high school. From there, I went to college and I went to college to realize that I did not want to go to college. And then I dropped out of college, which brought me back to YouTube so that I could make enough money to eventually open up my own spin studio because when I was in LA trying to become an influencer and make it like my full-time gig, I put on about 15 pounds, the LA 15. And when I came home, I wanted to lose the weight, but I didn't like going to the gym. So I went to a spin class. And from that spin class, I absolutely fell in love with spin. That's when I went to college, came home, didn't like college, dropped out knew that I wanted to become a spin instructor, a spin instructor to later on open up a spin studio, but I had to support myself in the meantime. So I was doing YouTube to support myself in order to open up my dream later and finally support my dream later of becoming a uh, spin studio owner. That plan happened way sooner than I thought. Um, and then it kind of drove me away from YouTube and I missed the connection. So then I started my podcast, which is where I am now. And I'm very savvy into Business and I love what I do for Stride on back end, and this current phase of my life couldn't have happened without everything else perfectly falling into place. Had I not started YouTube, I would have never moved to LA. Had I never moved to LA, I would have never put on fifteen pounds that I wanted to then lose when I got home from school. Had I not put on those fifteen pounds and that I didn't want to, that I wanted to lose when I got home from school, I wouldn't have found Spin. You see how everything just so organically connects from one thing to the other. That is how your phases of life will move on. So if you're feeling like you're ready for change, just know that the stars are aligning for you to find that change. And it's going to take time. And that new phase of you will enter your life when you are ready for that new phase of yourself. Once you're in this new phase of you or just who you are today, who you showed up as today, who you presently are. You can't cater who you are today to live up to the expectations that others have set for you. It is not my responsibility to live up to your expectation of me. This was said in the yoga class by one of my instructors, Jen, and it has stuck with me forever. Forever. If other people create and set expectations of how they think I am in their own minds and I don't live up to that expectation that they have set of me or that they have this preconceived notion of who I am, I'm going to let them down regardless. I'm going to let them down no matter what because they are entering the situation with their preconceived notion that they know who I am. They know how I act on the daily. They know how I am, um, offline, all these sorts of things. You know what I mean? So that's a lot of pressure to live up to. And it's pressure that we don't even know we're supposed to be living up to. And it is not my responsibility to live up to your expectation of me. You can't squeeze yourself into a mold that you have outgrown. allowed to change. You're allowed to change your mind, your ideas, your beliefs. And I think that actually saying that now in 2020 is something that we don't really hear a lot. You know, you are allowed to change your mind. You are allowed to disagree with how you behaved years and years ago. Cancel culture has this new phenomenon where what you said when you were 15 holds up when you're 36 years old. And I don't think that's ever happened before. Now that everything is documented online, no matter what you've ever put out there will be held against you and people think that you can't change your beliefs, that you can't change your mind, that you can't behave differently than how you did when you were a teenager or a kid. And the truth is, if you're 25 acting like you did when you were 15, I would be extremely concerned. I would hope everyone changes from 15 to 25. I cringe when I look at old videos of myself. I hope to God I'm not the exact same way. So this idea that people get canceled for you know, stupid tweets or old whatever it might be from 10 years ago, six, seven years ago, people change. And this new phenomenon is that you're not allowed to change and that you, you had your beliefs when you were, you know, 15, you have to keep those same beliefs because how can you change your mind? You're allowed to change your mind a million times over. You're allowed to rewire your brain to think differently. You're allowed to have a different, um, I- ideas. You're allowed to have your own thoughts that maybe are different from the status quo that maybe are different from the norm that maybe are different from, how you ever thought you personally would think five years ago. You're allowed to change your mind over and over and over again. You're allowed to change your identity over and over again. You can completely reinvent yourself as many times as you want. There's nothing wrong with that because change is truly a part of life. It's a part of growing up and your quote unquote audience. This term can be replaced to friends or peers, acquaintances, coworkers, your audience, whatever it might be, will change and mature with you. Um, Everyone has space in this world. And whether it's the world or an online platform or Instagram or Pinterest or TikTok, everyone has space. So it's time that we stop trying to be someone that we're not or someone that you were, which is a hard concept to distance yourself from, separating yourself from who you once were into this new space of who you are now. It's sometimes hard to separate the two, but you have the space in this world to stop trying to be someone that you were. If someone in 2021, like literally today, wanted to go watch a makeup video on how to do the best smoky eye in the world, they would not go to a Mac Up 101 makeup video. I can tell you that much. But if someone wanted to learn how to do a spin class in 2015 they would not go to a makeup 101 video either but in today's day and age if someone wanted to have the best smoky eye ever maybe they'd go to i don't even watch makeup videos anymore really who would they go to like makeup by mario makeup by ariel someone like that michaela on tiktok love her love her and cody shout out you guys are the best but if someone wanted to watch a spin video today maybe they would come to my page Maybe they go to Army's page, or maybe they go to Power and Flow's page. Maybe they go to VivCycle's page. You know, there's so many new phases of yourself that are always waiting, a new leaf to be turned over, a new avenue to be explored. There's so many phases of you that you have yet to meet, so many versions of yourself that are just waiting for you to find. It's almost exciting, and it's overwhelming how many times you have the ability to reinvent yourself. It's so refreshing and it's so kind. Um, I think it's such a beautiful concept. So what I'm getting at is that I want you to enjoy this current version of yourself and observe that the past has brought you to where you are today and be grateful for the past and be appreciative that everything you've learned has evolved you into the mature, beautiful, kind, loving, smart, intelligent woman or man that you are today. And you're allowed to look back and reflect and to be grateful without feeling like you have an obligation to still be the person that you once were because the person that you are now is exactly who you're meant to be. And your right. People will find you when they are ready to meet you guys. That is all that I have for you today. I hope This was not too niche, um, but something that maybe we can all relate to whether we're starting a new chapter. I know a lot of you guys are going to school in the fall. You guys are going to be freshmen in college. I wish you guys the absolute best. Um, College is such a great time to reinvent yourself. Um, if you feel like you need a change of your life, this is a really good time to do so. A lot of you guys just graduated college, which is so exciting to be post-grad and to kind of enter into the real world. Um, if you guys aren't doing post-grad, I know a lot of you guys are starting new jobs or maybe you're getting into, um, graduate school. There's just so much new opportunity in the summer slash fall time and, um, it's also just a Monday, and you guys know I love reinventions on Mondays. So I hope this was helpful to you guys in some way or another, and I can't wait to talk to you guys next week. Drop into my DMs if you guys want to chat and say hi. If you guys want to take any spin classes with me, which I would love, um, you guys can head on over to strideathome.com. Use code Tori T O R I. Get your first month for $10 off. I want to thank all the sponsors of today's episode. You guys are the reason that I get to do this podcast every single week and connect with my fam. I absolutely love all my manifest listeners. Um, I had a couple girls in my spin classes past weekend from all over the country. I had, um, Washington DC. I had Massachusetts. I had, um, Pennsylvania. I had, oh, there's another one. That I'm forgetting right now, Virginia, I want to say, um, and it was just amazing to meet you guys. And they all, oh, Indiana, that was the other one I was forgetting. Um, they all listen to the podcast, and it's just so awesome that we get to be brought together with Manifest and also with um, with Spin, and just sharing a common goal of wanting to be the best version of ourselves. So I will stop rambling, guys. Have the absolute best Monday ever. Go for a hot girl walk today.